What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's episode, we'll briefly share our thoughts on the recent events, such as the killing of George Floyd, as well as other acts of police brutality, and the recent fallout, protests, and looting that has been making the news cycle, and briefly share our thoughts. Then we'll dive into our discussion of Chicago hip-hop. We'll briefly discuss Common's B album since it's celebrating its 15-year anniversary and talk about our initial reception of the album as well as how we feel about it now and where it ranks in his discography. We'll name what Chicago hip-hop artists are on our personal Mount Rushmore, 10 albums from Chicago hip-hop artists that we feel the audience should definitely listen to, and for our album Face Off, we're going to weigh in on Ryan Fest's Blue Collar and Kids in the Hall, The In Crowd, and discuss which album we felt was the better album and why. Then we'll do a segment of Overrated Underrated, and then the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Hello, hello. What it is, brother? <laughs> My brother. <laughs> what is up? I am protecting the people. Man, <laughs> there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. Um, oof. So much to get to, yeah. man. So much to get to. All I got to say is I'm black, y'all. <laughs> I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> Believe me, black and I'm back. I'm black. Oh man. Um, let's dive right into it, man. Let's dive right into it. Um, what a week it's been uh, for 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 black Americans. You know, it, it seems just as this uh, this COVID nineteen stuff was starting to die down, racism, which never really went anywhere, came came roaring back with a vengeance, man. The big, the big story, of course, is George Floyd. But it, it, it's deeper than that, man. It's deeper than that. It's been a lot of little incidents leading up to this crescendo. And I hate, hate to put it that way because a man died. But, um, you know, you had the Ahmaud Arbery shooting, which still hasn't been resolved. You had the Breonna Taylor shooting, which still hasn't been resolved. A lot of people have forgot about. You had the Amy Cooper incident in Central Park for Memorial Day. And then... You had George Floyd happen. So it's been a lot of little things kind of, you know, bringing people to a tipping point. And now there's nationwide protests. A lot of the protests, not the, not the majority, the vast majority have been very peaceful and, um, you know, I guess you even say constructive or productive. But there's a lot of opportunists out there who have used this as an excuse to loot and riot. And while I don't condone actions like that at all, you know, I understand the anger. You know, I absolutely understand the anger. Jamil, man, anything you want to say? I mean, you know, I'm kind of right in line with what you were saying. The, to the families of the, the people, you know, all involved in this, it's, it's tragic in each situation. You know what I mean? It, 
the only one of the four that you named to make it out alive was the aforementioned Cooper. Which, you know, that was kind of ironic if they shared a, a name. Um, that's the one that, I'm not going to say it bothered me the most because there was no loss of life. But that's the one that happens so frequently. And it's so dangerous or potentially dangerous to people because that's what it is, right? It, it's people who are in a position to play ignorant to the power that they wield but the moment something isn't going their way you know you, she she knew exactly what to say um and how to say it to get the result you know she was looking exactly for, she was looking exactly. for the result what? that other people got and that that's so infuriating to me because i'm sure a lot of us know people who behave that way who have behaved that way and, you know we may have even ourselves been caught up in situations like that like it's it's scary. You got to see yeah. this play out from pretty much every angle, right? From where you may survive and you just kind of suffer uh, some potential indignity, but people's lives very much in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 incident, man. Jamil Jamil Hill, man. She she put it best when she said, "What happened to George Floyd is what Amy Cooper wanted to happen to to Christian exactly. Cooper." Exactly. Um, you know, she, she had Yeah, yeah. She she had an inherent understanding of the system and how it works and how mm-hmm. the cops are automatically gonna presume his guilt his guilt on arrival and probably come out guns blazing and she knew that the threat of that what should have been enough. And 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 knew how to weaponize it immediately and knew how to turn mm-hmm. on this this fake act like she was being attacked. You know, vile bird washer who asked her to put her dog on a leash. You to know, follow and the it's rules. like, <laughs> yeah, and to follow the rules. To follow the rules. You know, how 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 dare he? That's that's that was his biggest offense was being uh, a black man who dared tell her to follow the rules that were posted. Yeah, and to and to film her when doing so, or apparently yeah. he offered her her dog treats. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Right. Like, like a black nigga what crap was he up to <laughs> jeez man and, and you know and going going back to the riots because I, I know I know where you're at in the state it, it's not it's not that active right now but it's still very active on the south side my my job they, they've suspended deliveries for the time being uh, because of the looting I didn't go to work today I'm probably not going to go to work tomorrow but the you know people I, I want. I, I hate hearing from people who are more upset about the looters than they are about what their what their the people are so angry about in the first place. You know, the same people, the same people who didn't want to follow a stay-at-home order for a pandemic. All of a sudden, you want protesters to obey the curfew, right. and what, you you got you got a president who is you know an idiot who's fanning the flames, you know who, who who's you know, just an incompetent person, you know, but it just, the context is very important, man. Yeah. This is, this is, this country has, has taught black Americans over and over and over again that they're second class citizens and their lives don't matter. You know, you know, and, and we, you know, we better, I mean, I mean, with the cop shootings, man, you got the cop shootings, but you got stuff like George Zimmerman and Trayvon. He wasn't even a cop. 
You don't even have to be a cop right. to murder a black person and get away with it. Um, you know, and we forgot about happening in Georgia. Yeah, right. Bottom Jean. I mean, Tamir Rice is the one that that always messes my head up. He was a child. He was twelve, yeah. and they didn't even wait ten seconds. Like that was that right there for me kind of sealed it like it's a wrap bro if people can't see the humanity in a child and that situation can play out and that didn't happen ain't no ain't no chance for anything else under the current circumstances and it's not the president and the tweets that he puts out which certainly are inflammatory by nature and, and certainly in intent it's not even, you know, white supremacists or, or white nationalists, if not them, they know, we know what they're about. We know what their agenda is. It's the ones that, yeah, I understand, but those type of people, it's the, the liberals of the world who, you know, want to all lives matter the situation. Or like you said, you know, people who were highly upset about the, the property damage or the potential theft that has taken place, you know, throughout these protests. They're angry about that or saying, man, there should just, there's just a better way to do it. I understand where you're coming from, but, but that's just not the way to protest. That's not the way to get well, the well, point across. That, that, that brings me to my next point, because cause this, this has kind of resurrected an old, old story. Uh, the Kaepernick issue. Um, did you hear about mm-hmm. Steve Kerr lighting up Roger Goodell over the tweet he sent out? I did not. Okay. Um, no, I kind of unplugged on some of this stuff, man. I understand. I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm emotionally numb to it because it, it just keeps happening over and over and over again. Um, I guess Roger Goodell put out a tweet saying how, yeah, we here at the NFL, we support uh, peaceful protests and blah, blah, blah. That's like, oh, Yo. really? Because... Uh, Yo, who's this? This is Vince. Yo, what's good, Vince? What's good? You staying safe out there, bro? Man, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. It's crazy in Chicago, though, so. Oh, yeah. It's crazy everywhere. But yeah, he, um, so Steve Kerr, I forgot what he said exactly, but it was something like, are you kidding? And then he, you know, how could he even form his, his mouth to say something like that and put that out knowing how they blackballed Kaepernick for his is peaceful protest and it's like you know right. it's like we we do it peacefully we get knocked we we don't do it peacefully and, and, and the truth be told man rioting is it seems to be the only language that's understood in in a lot of cases um you know you get a 61 it's the only it, yeah it's the only one that gets the response you know you had the watts riots in 61 you had the la riots in 91 you had uh, or i'm sorry 92 um, yeah. You had uh, uh, the Black Wall Street uh, massacre or the, the, the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. You know, like that's what we've been taught to do when we're not, when our voice is not being heard. So you can't really, you can't really uh, act surprised when people riot and loot. It's, it's, it's such a, it's such a disingenuous argument because... You know, people act as though they're so disappointed and angry and, oh, I can't believe people would do this, when for far less egregious things have taken place, people are, are, are maybe not on as large a scale, but they rioting for that because their favorite team 
won or lost a game. Like go to any college campus or around any any hockey town. Like that stuff is happening yeah. all the time. It's certainly not street wide, but yeah. You know what's funny though is that uh, this is the classic. This is a classic tale of can dish it out but can't take it. So if you don't if you don't look at it in terms of the act itself, but you look at it in the word of violence, they dishing out violence, but they can't even take seeing violence. Because rioting is a violent, this violent, reckless activity. But Except nobody's really getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, nobody's getting hurt from it. So people are like, why are they rioting? Why are they tearing up the stores? Well, and like you said, these uh, black people have, have lost their lives for less egregious acts. Yeah. Black people are losing their lives and just playing video games. The lady was playing a video game in her house and she got shot through her, her window playing a video game. And, and people are upset because people are rioting. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying you guys are all, all in your feelings about the fact that people are throwing rocks through windows and, and burning down stuff, but you're not upset about the fact that somebody got shot through their own window. So a police officer, somebody had four four knees on them because you what you the one video you see the guy has his knee on his neck, but on the other video you see the angle where three other cops his whole body is kneed up. Got knees he's on his entire body. Handcuffs. Yeah, so he's, he's already in handcuffs. He's subdued. He he had no weapon. He wasn't resisting arrest. And oh, and by the yeah. way, his his check was good. You know. Oh oh, and by the way, they knew each other because they worked at the same. At one point, that. recently, they worked at the same nightclub. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So I saw that. that's that's. Putting your hands on somebody is more violent than putting a rock through a window. Like anybody that doesn't agree with that is just being being uh, in denial. It's like deliberate. Yeah, they're being willfully ignorant. It depends on what your vi- uh, what your what your value is. What do you value? And that's the thing or that will cause you the politics. most harm. It's not even politics. What do you value? Do you value the life of a person, or do you value the property of a person you know and those things come out in how you respond to what's taking place if you're upset because some billion dollar corporation say a target has you know lost revenue or you know lost product or have to replace windows or something like that all of that stuff is insured by the way so over things that can be rebuilt but you don't have even a fraction of that same fire for a human life take race out of it this is a person this was a living breathing person with people who loved him and that's just the case of one person Uh, each each of these cases these were a these were living breathing people with families who loved them i don't care if they were actual criminals were either either one of you all surprised by the world nationwide and worldwide response to this particular killing? Because I know I was a little surprised. I was surprised by the well, worldwide stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, you know what? 
I'm, I'm surprised, but I see, I can kind of see why it happened. So, if this coronavirus didn't have people quarantined, I don't think this would have happened in the in the worldwide scope of things. I think this would have been trumped up to people being upset and protesting um, the way they have been. But with, with this quarantine as the catalyst to emotional uh, pent up, like this pent up emotion, I think it was just that was the, the straw that just broke the camel's back, the, the you know, racial camel, however you want to say it. And um, these young kids are the ones that's pushing this. They ain't, they they don't have the same moral compass slash indoctrinated fear from slavery that that our generation and the generations ahead of us have. Like these these well, kids I want I all the. I don't think that. I don't even think that it's we've been we've been conditioned to be fearful. I just think we have once you get older, the stakes become higher. Because, I mean, let's be honest, ain't a whole lot of people in their 30s and 40s out here, you know, protesting and, and looting. It's not like we have... Yeah, you know, it still might not be the, the, the most appropriate word. But, like, the, um, the, the sensitivity. They don't have the same sensitivity to, to the way we reacted and the way we were um, told to deal with the racial stuff. Like, these kids have more... They have more of an entitlement... And they don't they don't have the same they don't have the same uh reservedness towards it. It's like nah, we want all the smoke. Like it was a post it was like a yeah. a picture where a girl, I don't know, you may have seen it. You know, I can't say the words that was on it, but it was like we not we not scared like our um like our parents or our, uh or like the generations before us will will F you up. And like I don't see like that. It. I've seen that before. That's that's weak though, because that's somebody that don't know the history. It ain't it, your, yeah. your your grandparents and your your great grandparents. It wasn't a matter of them being afraid or nothing like that. Like it was it was some real stuff going on. That's that's a no. That's I true. But, the the passion, passion, but but it's, it's uh, not it's not exactly accurate. It's not exactly accurate. But I mean, like the message they're saying is that. Oh, we 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 gonna fight. Right. I think they're I think they're more I think they're more reckless and they 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 can probably do a little bit more damage because of social media. You know, when sure. you can tell everybody show sure. up at a certain place at a certain time, and, and and this is gonna be the game plan. You can accomplish a whole lot more. So I I think yeah. I think that's where 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 their power lies. I, I'm a little surprised by the some of the the celebrities athletes and, and other prominent figures that i've seen speak out about it I, I've, I've seen footage and pictures of, of, of amish people protesting for george floyd uh oh, iranians in iran protesting for him i'm, I'm just did I'm you hear, did you hear um, nick cannon's uh poem no but i saw him i saw him marching i saw him and j cole marching yeah he, he had a poem it is dope it's dope is it really oh yes that's 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 pretty surprising. <laughs> oh, it's, it's dope. Hey, some people can write, but they can't make music. <laughs> right. kind of got, got that's some, true. He got some words. He got some words. Where they at, though? Where they at, though? <laughs> <laughs> did, did y'all see... What's up, fellas? Uh, what up? Oh. What's up? What's up, man? 
I knew What's somebody chimed in. I knew I wasn't crazy. How, how's the uh, how's the, the little one doing? Oh man, he's doing good, man. Oh, oh yeah, the baby. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, did y'all see? Um, did y'all see Floyd Mayweather was paying for the funeral service for George Floyd? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you got people like him stepping up and, and, and trying to do something positive and, and promote healing. It's like you. It's, I don't know, man. This one just feels kind of different. It's it's a lot of. A lot of it felt like a lot of lines have been crossed. Like, um, shoot, even Michael Jordan put out a statement, you know, and it's like, and he's historically stayed away from topics like these and not spoken on them. Of course, uh, Run the Jewels, they're releasing the album for free uh, and to support, show their support for the protests uh, this Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to those who are trying to do productive things and things that are going to ease tensions yeah. and, and kind of help people heal. Pro- you know, Props to them. Props to them. Well, you want the the reason this one is so different is because the optics of it. You literally like watch the man die slowly. It's literally what it was. Even the one in the situation with the guys that killed the uh, what was it uh, Arbery? It was like I didn't I didn't see the the video of the one where he really you know they showed him getting shot and stuff, but like it doesn't have the same effect because you know it's like it just seeing somebody die slowly like that is just rough for anybody to see and just to see the guy's face just that emptiness and what he was doing is like i'm not getting up and to see his lifeless body as they put you know it's that that'll trigger anybody and so everybody's speaking it was it was that's there's no other real way to describe that it was a modern day lynching and you can't tell me that maybe that wasn't the aim of the, the officer that was involved, but he knew the camera was there. You did He didn't, you know, choose to, to stop or even attempt to change Yeah, anything. I know. And his girl, right? But nah, you just don't, you don't yeah. sit here and, which is exactly what used to happen. Huh? To serve as a warning, right? They would, they would. Computer. They would take, take, and he take the, uh, talk the just this slowly and to make sure everybody Alright, sound like, sound like we had another convo going on. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to cut all that out. I was giving you gold, too. I'm sorry, I thought I was going <laughs> to you. I apologize. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, you're right. It was gone. No, nah, it's crazy, though, but then when you hear more things, like, they actually knew each other. Like, you know how right. crazy... He had to be feeling at this moment where he's like, this is happening to him. Yeah. And it, it the, the $20, $20 bill and the $20 bill wasn't even counterfeit. What I'm hearing. I don't know if it's it, true it's or not, gotta, but I've heard it enough. It's got to be a, a something else to the story, though. Like, like some anima- personal animosity there. And he felt he was. Yeah, knowing that he way. knows him. Like, knowing yeah, that he, he knows like he that he knew the guy. He could get away with something, you know. There's always there's always more, more to the story than meets the eye. But he looked he looked crazy, man. He looked like oh, just crazy devil. But the last thing I want to say about this <clears throat> before we get into our, our episode was um, people need to, you know, concerning these protests and looters and all of that. 
people need to stop looking at black people to solve this problem. And I'm talking to other black people as well. We as black people did not create this problem, this race problem in America. So I don't know how they figure we can do anything to fix it. Okay? So people just need to stop doing that. Was there any, any last words y'all wanted to say on it? Well, um, I will say there is a way to fix it, but... Word. No, People I'm not. Gonna, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not gonna say that, cause uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say that. But what I will say is, I fear for <laughs> the potential. <laughs> I fear for the potential of this getting crazier because it's already being set up for him to go free. So, um, sure, he got arrested. Like I don't know for a fact that he got arrested because of the rioting. Like, it's, it's possible they would have arrested him if they didn't riot. But what I do know is, when they rioted, he got arrested. So, right. with that being said, in people's minds, they're thinking that the riot solicited them getting him and arresting him. Now, they, put, they made it third-degree murder, which means that in order for anything to be liable, it has to be proven that it was intent. And they can get around that left and right so if he yeah. gets away if he gets away and then i think it's what seven years 12 years most for a third degree murder charge so if he gets seven years i think or he gets yeah so if he if, if he gets just five years and or he gets he gets uh he got arrested but they they dropped charges saying that he, it, he didn't have willful intent or whatever and they proved that it's gonna get even crazier well, I, I, guess I know y'all probably been talking about this prior to me getting here um, or joining you guys, but uh, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him going to trial. Like I just see the, the like the district attorney or whoever, however the the due process is set up. Like they actually sentence him because in order to do a fair trial, you have to not know about the case. Like you have to not know about. The dude dying, not have seen the video. Is no way anybody possibly not know what took place in uh, any court in Minnesota. It's not. It's no way. Yeah, but there's been other cases like this too. It that where no, they did go to trial. No, not not to this degree, bro. Not to, like you just uh, said. Yes, it's people been. all over. The, it's people all over the world that's protesting for this. So for this very reason. So this oh, is the OJ really Simpson, the OJ Simpson trial. Michael Jackson. Who in the world don't know who Michael Jackson is? His stuff went to trial. It's a different situation. Those are, those are different circumstances, different situations, different things that was involved. I mean, you still have people who still people didn't know who named two black who OJ Simpson was. This. At that time, despite it being all over the news, you still had people that didn't know who O.J. Simpson was, didn't even know who his relationship. Right. He was married to Nicole. Like he, they didn't know. They just knew he was running. Like they, they had no idea who he was. Yeah. We talking about a That's public true. thing that has Visible. caused devastation all over the United States and across the world. Like there's no way that he would get a fair trial. People are going to say guilty and not even have to hear anything. So like they are going to well, have that's to. Because he is guilty. It depends on. I mean, I'm not, it depends I'm not, on who the. I'm not saying it depends that, on who the jurors are not, though. 
right. Right. Black it does. Will, it does. Legit if, will you, say if, you, if you can fix, if you can fix that jury the way his defense would want to fix that jury, they can find a way to make it a very speedy trial that goes to trial and get him off. I think that's why his wife, quote unquote, what jury? What jury can you get? Dude, come on, man. These these white people out here, man, dude. It, it ain't hard Especially to find after white the rioting. who will say he's innocent. Well, this is well, but this is what I'm saying though. You have to have a jury that don't do not know about the case. They can't have any knowledge of it. They're, I don't people know. Lie. They'll find a way. People will absolutely lie about that. I'm not saying and that they not so or they, that they don't. But but they these are people that still gotta get interviewed by the you know what I'm saying the people that's gonna put them on trial you know what I'm saying the jury like you know both people got an interview to see oh I'll take him no I'm not gonna take okay. him but I'm just they saying like so in the situation that it is side, and that's true I'm what just I'm just saying true. that the way it is I don't see I don't see it going like the normal way it's impossible it's impossible yeah now whether it did go the normal way or not ultimately if he gets off. It's gonna be like three times as bad. Not, not to mention, not to mention, you got, you got the, uh, the what you call it, the, what you call it, the people that's, that's over the police station. What's his name? Not the district attorney, but the, the chief, the chief of police, who's saying that like this dude was guilty. Like they actually verbally said, like what he did was not like. So you got people that that is in they, uh, you know what I'm saying? That would matter in terms of would actually go to court and say, hey, this person actually said it, like, documentation, like, this is video footage of him saying it. Like, the mayor, like... I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's not going to get the time that he probably deserves. I'm just saying that there's no way that he can get off for Scott Free. It's just no way. It's no way. Well, that's 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 his problem. Like, like I can't even remember Timothy McVeigh. Like, everyone knew about the Oklahoma City bombing. You know, instead of trying him locally, they tried him in a federal court. Or well, one, because it was federal crime. But, like, yeah, wasn't no... Yeah, he wasn't going to get a, a quote-unquote fair trial in a state where he just committed a terrorist act. And, like, neither is this dude. So, they, they're going to they're gonna yeah. figure something out. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even hazard a guess as to how it's going to play out. But, like, they're going to figure something out. Ain't gonna satisfy. This ain't going to satisfy everybody, though. They got to get these other officers that let it happen. And also, like I said, the other video shows the other officers were on on top of him as well. Well, those, like, well, the 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 district attorney for that said they are actually about to, you know, what I'm saying process them or however you, the you know the correct terms are. So I heard that this morning, like they are like you know what I'm saying going to arrest those individuals as well. But shoot, now Mars on suicide watch. All four of them. Man, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, yeah, they said they need an extra guard. I'll take a shift. The dude, the dude, already lost his job. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that none. Of, I'm not saying he don't deserve none of this stuff. But I'm just saying the dude lost his job. His wife divorced him. Like this swag is already trying to kill himself. Like, right? It's just it's a yeah, messed man. up situation all the way around, man. man. Like, some some people need to kill themselves, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, honestly, like that ain't really. That really wouldn't give nobody justice. Like, no, it, you know what I'm saying? The way everybody feeling right now. Yeah, it would be. The, it would be the easy way out at this point. But we got to move on. We, yeah. we do got to move on. 
and get to this hip-hop, man. So today's episode will be our uh, Chicago hip-hop appreciation discussion. Strictly talking about hip-hop from our city, uh, Chicago, which in my opinion is the second most significant city when it comes to hip-hop. Like, second only to New York, which of course birthed it. I think we've had the most diverse sounding artists to come out of our city. Uh, we, we've had our music has been influenced by both coast, the south, and we've trailblazed our own sound, you know, with with uh, m- most recently drill music, but also the, the chipmunk soul, the, the, as they called it, from the early 2000s, uh, that Kanye spearheaded, uh, a lot of different conscious styles and alternative rap styles. So to kick off this discussion, actually there is an album that just turned 15 years old uh, this week, which was Common's B album. So I would just hand the floor over to y'all. What about that album did y'all like or love? What were your initial thoughts when you first heard it? Uh, do you remember where you were when you first heard it? Where does it rank? You know, in his discography. Um, you know what, Reggie? I'll give it to you first. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't I don't remember, like, where I was at or anything like that. I do remember buying it, like, and eager to buy it. Um, that being said, because at that time, Kanye was kind of on top of everything, like, in terms of his influence in the music industry at that particular era and I was eager to hear Common and Kanye mash up. I just knew because of his sampling and everything that it was going to be like a match made in heaven. That was what I was thinking when I purchased it. Uh, when I listened to it, oh and I, and I remember the corner, like that, that song was like crazy, like um, Gil Scott Heron and you know what I'm saying that whole like it was just so soulful so I'm like okay if the rest of the album is gonna sound like this then like this is gonna be no doubt a smash like you know what I mean so anyway got the album and it was what I expected um in my opinion um I think that I mean Kanye was all over the album uh, except for like a, a Dilla track or two on there um, but even then, on that, I think Wes added something to it to, you know what I'm saying, because he was on the credits as well for it. So, yeah, I think he, um, he with that being thing. said, yeah, they, like, their connection, um, that whole good music sound at that point was, like, undeniable. Um, and it was all in the album. I mean, it, it, it showed that both of them, like, at the top of their game, in my opinion. Um, prior to, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Common, but I'm not as uh, indulged in his like discography as like y'all would be, you know what I'm saying? But this right here made me say, well, all right, well, let me go back and like really listen to his more classic albums and really listen to like everything a little bit more under the microscope. So mm-hmm. that was my take on everything. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that, man. All right, Vince, man. What, what were your thoughts on the, on this album uh, back then? In retrospect, however, um, well, you know, everybody recognized Common as a lyrical guy, but he didn't have anything that was just hitting. It was like he was an underground, like man, you know, man. You heard, you heard this Common man. He had this song, man. He was actually talking about hip hop. You know, it was like. 
and you thought it was a girl you know it was like that type of stuff that was going on with him before this album so then this album hit Kanye it was big um he started the music was hitting it was getting to the clubs you know um the corner go uh they say with john legend i mean it was like it was just good music that was smooth laid back it wasn't all it wasn't all aggressive and um you know uh dancey like what was happening around that time it was like just good music you could you could vibe to in your in your car like even the instrumentals man like they say instrumental like the beat is just amazing um go it it just had such a good feel to it and it was like it was shot town in its jazzy laid back form to me mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely okay all right where, where would you say it stands as far as it ranks as far as his his albums go do you would you put it in his top five top three you think it's number one? Um, top three, top three for okay. me. Because uh, you know, he thing about Common is that, like, he has a, like, he has a flow, but everything about his flow has a slow, a slow draw, draw. You know, like a, it's like a lull to it. So, um, yeah, there's nothing fast about what he does. So sometimes it gets a little Eeyore-ish, in my opinion. You know, um, but then, you know, he'll try stuff with his albums, like, you know, Universal Mind Control. You know, he tried to speed his little, you know, speed his, his rhythm up a little bit. And it's cool, but it's just not, you know, it's not him. It's his, you know, he got that, you know, I'm outside in front of the corner store freestyling thing. That's what, that's what he does. And, um disembodied that and it just showed him it was like this was his uh introduction out of the underground to me it was like his mainstream uh i would say nationwide yeah yeah where just like everybody got to see what common was and it opened him up to the world and what he does now yeah yeah i I remember i remember that i I read an article by um this dude who did a review of 15 uh, year, you know, retrospect review. What's the guy's name? Uh, he he's a little younger than us, but his name is Keith Nelson Jr. It's on uh, Discogs dot com. But he was talking about how this was his this album was his blueprint to being a black man back then, and how he, he found himself in this album or whatever. So for a lot of people, this was the, their introduction to comment. You know, mm-hmm. myself, I know I was I had already had previous five albums before this so i wasn't as blown away as some people were in fact i remember distinctly being i remember liking the album but not loving it like like a lot of people were and you know i was like yeah this is this is a good album you know it's not great it's not its best but i remember liking it i like it more now in retrospect than i did back then because i feel the album has really had time to age uh jamil uh what were your thoughts on this album um, I enjoyed it from the from the very first listen. Um, I was in pretty heavy expectation of it before the album dropped. Um, because of the the food, um, performance that he and Chappelle, I mean, uh, he and Kanye did on Chappelle, and then when the corner dropped, that was a, a mind blower. You know, that was the um, 
that was our opportunity to, to really get an idea of what Common and Kanye were going to sound like on a full album. Like, we got the one verse uh, on College Dropout, which which was a dope verse, but didn't really make sense for the song. So you could kind of nitpick that, but you knew the potential of it was going to be some some classic, man. I just remember being really excited for the album. And when it, like the day before it dropped that Monday, I can't remember if it was GCI or uh, 92.3. I think it was 92.3. They played the whole album. And I remember, I think they played Testify back to back. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. I know I'm a sucker for stories. I was like, this dude is, is bananas. First of all, the beat was fantastic on that track. And then, you know, for him to hit you with the twist at the end, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this album is, this album is going to be crazy. So I just remember the kind of the build up to it. And the other thing about it is um, you got to remember where Common was at this point. He was starting to get some of the, the national buzz that he ended up getting off of B from like Water for Chocolate. Um, when the light dropped, I think that was probably the the big introduction um, on a, on a larger scale. But then after that album, Electric Circus dropped, and people wasn't messing with that one. So yeah, he kind of did himself a disservice. I disagree, but that's how people felt. <laughs> <laughs> He's an artist. He was experimenting. He did. He did. Um, he did himself a disservice. That, he he picked an inconvenient time to experiment. I put it that way because the you're right. Spotlight was on him after like Water for Chocolate and dropped in. Number one, he dropped the Six Sense. Then he dropped the Light. So like eyeballs right. were on him, and he kind of picked an inconvenient time to do that. But I, I get your point. Yeah. And people weren't people weren't rocking with it. So it was for me. I I, I like Electric Circus, and I was a common fan. So. You know, B was gonna. I was copying it regardless, but I don't think that was the consensus consensus among the fans. And I was like, all right, well, what is Buddy gonna do? You know, last time we saw Common, he was wearing you know crochet hats and, and thrift store pants with patches in them. You know, is he still under the the, the Baduism spell? We don't know what we're gonna get. And then the corner dropped. I'm like, okay, that's 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 what it is, and. You know, to this point, B has seemingly been his most beloved album. Uh, I, I'm kind of like you with that end. I wouldn't say it's his best, and certainly it's not my favorite album of his, but it's it's a great project. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What what I love about it most is that it's just it sounds like so Chicago in a good way. You know what I mean? And like yeah. Chicago doesn't have one definitive sound, but through his slang. Through the things he references in his in his lyrics, he, he lets you know that he's still rooted in the city of Chicago, and that's you know that's what I appreciated about it. So props to that album, man. Anybody listening who has not heard it, I don't know why that would be the case, but <laughs> if if you if you haven't, please do. And if you already heard it, throw it on you know for for another. Yeah, this um back, DJ. Yeah, this uh common. This is like common is grown man hip hop. Well, that's what be it. This is like the dude that been through a lot out in the streets just trying to be better. Out the corner store, freestyling in the wintertime. Got, you know, you can see the, his breath shooting out his mouth every word he's speaking. It's like, this is, that's that Chicago. You know, that, 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 
that uh, seasoned man type hip hop, you know, not you know, not none of because you know Chicago has so many different uh, styles because mm-hmm. it's right in the middle, it's in the Midwest, so it gets traces of everything. So this is this this is like the epitome of the grown man grown man bars, you know. Before they were calling it grown bars. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, so with that being said, um, here's a question I wanted to pose to y'all. When it comes to Chicago artists, Chicago rappers, there's so many out there to choose from, uh, so many styles, as, as, you, as you brought out, uh, Vince. Uh, who would you put on your Mount Rushmore of Chicago hip-hop artists? Got to throw Twister out there for sure. Okay. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you take it. I'll let you take it. Oh, okay. My bad. I just just ran in there. Um, we we'll just we we'll just, uh, we'll just do a round robin. Okay, Twister. Um, yeah, it's hard to say because I'm thinking. You know, I, it's hard to count anybody that's out here. Like just right now. Uh, but Twister, uh, Lupe for sure. Common. And man, that's the last one. It's hard because I don't. I just don't. I don't feel for chance like a lot of other people do. Just two. How many? How feel. many is on Mount Rushmore? Is it five? Four. 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 Okay. Chance the rapper is too bud, Bugs Bunny-ish for me. You know, he got. <laughs> I'm about you know, like, like, corn ball, huh? And it's like, yeah, you know, he, I don't know. I can't put chance up there, though, but it's Twister, Comment, Lupe, man, I'm stuck on the last one. Now, you can include Kanye. I, I, I don't get a conversation. Mm, I mean, yeah, but I just don't feel like Kanye is Chicago, though. It's like, he is, but... Uh, I guess we did. Let's. Do, I can't think of nobody else. Throw Kanye in there, cause Kanye he ain't he ain't, he ain't like the street Chicago, you know. I guess he from Saturday Night in Yeah, it's like no, uh, well, they just throw him in there cause for lack of finding somebody else. But watch, y'all gonna end up saying somebody and be like, oh, it should have been him. <laughs> Reggie, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Just don't say G Herbo, nobody. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Okay. What would you put on your mouth? I mean, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying those are the same exact four. I mean, you cannot say Kanye. I mean, right, right. Not saying that he put us on the map, but I mean, he put us on the map. Like, I mean, there's nobody else you could, you could, you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta put him on there. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going common because he really was maybe like the most hip hop uh, star from here. That got the most, you know what I'm saying? The, all the acclaim and the fame from it. Um, sure, you gotta say Twister because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You could say do or die, but I mean, he embodies both of them. So, right. I gotta give it to Twister. And then Lupe was the, like the new, like that, you know what I'm saying? He was going in that new direction. He was like the, the Common and the Kanye. I mean, he, he took a left turn in Albuquerque, but. I mean, because of what he done and it's such a and such a short, you know what I'm saying, time frame, I gotta still put him on there. So that would be my fault, man. I mean 
these new cats, I like them. I like them a lot. A lot of them, but they they haven't they haven't put in that work yet for them to be on that on that type of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, do you think these new guys got any staying power? Maybe a couple of them, but these gonna be some fatty yeah, wilds. I, mean, I got some. Uh, I, got some I mean, there's some artists that 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 you could definitely name that that got it, but you just I have to wait and see. You know what I mean? But um, GLC was gonna have some stand power. Power. I was wrong about that. Who else? I don't know why you uh, thought that. He, he got a good. You know he what? got a good delivery. He got a dope delivery. I thought the cool kids were gonna stick around a little longer. I, I thought they were gonna kind of grow more in the game and yeah. have things to grow with them. But they 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 Ooh. were unfortunately kind of like a one trick pony. Yeah. I don't even think they yeah. was a one trick pony. They got stuck in that. They, they got stuck in that hipster. Uh, Thing. like that right. you know what i'm saying that whole hipster movement it was like a movement and it was like like those dudes just kind of like dispersed like i don't even know where they at now like you know what i'm saying like kids in the hall yeah, you're right them as well like it it just seemed like they had a whole little niche and then that niche kind of like just broke up for whatever reason and then they just fell I by mean, the wayside i mean they still do their stuff independently but i mean they could have both of them groups could have been bigger than what they should have been I thought yeah. I thought someone she I think she has like longevity and like a and like the underground sense and, and like Who? And yeah. talking yeah. to sure. Psalm one. Psalm one. You know, I think she's pretty dope. She and you know, and she's proven to have some longevity. She's just she's just an aggressively underground artist. I think open mic eagle has definitely got some longevity, uh even though he's kind of, is here today. Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been around for a while. He has, but he disappears for too long. He right. just dropped that new album. Which it's like he can, he content with what he do, and then it's like he disappears for a minute. Like you forget that he even from yeah. here. And when you see his name, you're like, oh, that's right, he he do do music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamil, who would you who would you put on your Mount Rushmore? Um, pretty similar, actually. Like, is those those three in my mind are. Indisputable, right? Common, Kanye, Twisted. Those, those three kind of have to be on the list because they put in the work and they represent um, different facets of what what Chicago hip hop is. Um, and the thing about Kanye, man, as as big of a jerk as he has become, when he first came out, he was putting everybody on that he could. Right? You can't think yeah, of he was. Um, a national. Um, a national, like, an artist with a national platform from Chicago that he didn't work with. He didn't try to do stuff. Well, he didn't do stuff for Brad. He did stuff for Twister, obviously. Um, he actually kind of gave Twister a, a reemergence as far as the national scene was concerned. Doing okay. stuff for Do or Die and White Boy and obviously his own artist. Like, he, he put it, you know, he would put on for the city for sure. Um, my fourth pick. I thought about Lupe for a second. I did think about Lupe, but um, I feel like Lupe is more of a common disciple, Kanye disciple, than a, a spot on the mount. Um, so I'm going to go with Juice for my fourth spot. Um, Juice represents another, another facet of... Juice, you talking about Juice World? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you talking about the, the, the freestyle... Yeah, um, the battle of juice. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Because he represents oh. a um, 
he's probably the, the largest name out of like the underground scene and the underground scene in Chicago is huge and it's, it's a strong one and even though Jews don't necessarily rock with everybody you know in, in, in the cliques and it can be cliquish that's a name that ring bells for the underground scene in Chicago and he was probably one of the first you know on a, on a large stage like that so he, he get my fourth spot okay okay good can list we, man good list can we can we count uh can we count Freddie Gibbs? <laughs> nah, man. He from, he from Gary, Indiana, man. He, hey, but he, he reps Chicago. <laughs> he really do. And Gary, he really Gary do. is a Chicago cousin. It, it is, but it ain't Chicago. It ain't Chicago. True, true, Maybe, true, maybe true, if he was a little... If he was in the over the Illinois border, I'd count him, but... I, I can't I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> um, I'm just joking, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope, man. I, I would love to claim him. Y'all, y'all put Gibbs on the Rushmore already? If, if he was from Chicago, yeah. But he is dope. I, I think so. <laughs> he he, 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 he got there. longevity. He, he didn't put in his yeah. work too. Yeah. And he he do he's one of those artists that just can't miss right now. Like he just, everything he's on, he's, he he's tearing up. He got a classic on his boat. He got classic mixtapes. Like the dude, the dude is is he can hold his own with anybody. But but on my Rushmore, man, I got um I got Common. Of course, he he's the one to me who who kind of put Chicago on the map. He was very influential in shaping my ear. Just growing up listening to hip hop from from the, from jump. And his discography is like just you can't you can't it's just too extensive you just can't front on it like I can't think of another artist from Chicago who's given us more quality material than Common. Um, so so I got him on there. I got Twista uh, also for longevity as well and just respect. It's like no matter what style of hip hop you're into, everybody respects Twista. Um, right. You True. know, he, he's a dude who has un, he's he's got underground an underground following, and he's got he's got mainstream appeal. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you could throw him on a remix that you know is going to get radio play, and he'll destroy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's super consistent, dude. Uh, I also have Juice for the same reasons Jamil had Juice. You know, those who know know of all the little middling underground rappers in Chicago who never broke through. He's in the most on the mic. Dude is unbeaten at all. You don't want to rhyme behind him. You know what I mean? Like he, he's one of those. Like, like he's just he's that good. Like he's that good. I know he's a person a lot of people haven't really heard, but trust. Like he's that dude on the mic. Isn't he the only one that uh has beaten Eminem or something like that? What, what's the what's no, that the, was rhyme fest, wasn't it? No, nah, it was Juice. No, no that I was, that Juice was Juice. Got, I th- yeah, that was Juice, right? He was the only one that like yeah. defeated them, like head up. Yeah, he, he especially at that time. I believe he beat. Didn't he beat Supernat too? No, nah, Supernat beat, beat him. Didn't he? he beat him? Oh, he, 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 he eventually beat Supernat, but when they first went head to head, Supernat won personally. And maybe I'm just biased because I heard the battle. I've, I've never liked the Supernat. I've never liked really? Supernat. Never. He's dope, but he, when he get into doing all them voices and stuff, um, you can miss me with that. I never liked the dude. <laughs> I agree. No, I thought, yeah, I thought Juice won both those battles, but 
I did too, but I could be wrong. Different times. Okay. Yeah, he did, be, he did be in and out. Um, and then lastly, of course, I got Lupe. What he accomplished, like Reggie said, within that short window was like amazing. He, um, you know, he's a thinking man's MC. You know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't, he, what I like about Lupe is that he never tried to be anything that he wasn't. And he, he you know, he didn't compromise the music, man. Like, he even, even if that yielded mixed results, you know what I mean? Like, he, he never compromised his art. So, yeah, Common Twisted Juice and Lupe will, will probably make my route, Mount Rushmore. All right. So, we're going to keep it rolling, man. We're going to keep it rolling. There's a ton of, artists as we've already covered they come out of chicago and a, and a ton of material so i'm posing this question to you all as well what are 10 must hear albums in your opinion from chicago hip-hop artists pop artists not named kanye west that you feel listeners should check out and I, I say i'm excluding kanye west because we've already dedicated two episodes on the podcast to kanye and like i said he's kind of transcended being just a Chicago artist the way Jay-Z has transcended being a Brooklyn cat you know what I mean a Nas transcended being a dude from Queens so I'm excluding him because I would fill the list up a little too quick so um, who, who wants to take it you got somebody just tied in oh who, who just came in hello mm. what in the world oh what's up Greg the Casanova the ghetto <laughs> came in with the quiet storm voice. <laughs> Long time to hear from you. Been a little bit, man. Been a little bit. What's going a little on, bit, fellas? A little bit. Don't uh, don't mind me, man. Y'all continue. Y'all continue. Real quick, Greg. In sixty seconds or less, give me your Mount Rushmore of Chicago hip hop artists. Uh, I, I I don't have one. I. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would have to throw Common on there. I, I don't feel right throwing Kanye on there. That's just a personal thing. I mean, most of his success was that happened in New York, um, even though he was born here. So I guess you have to start with Common. And then, um, I don't know. I don't know. Come, come back to me. Come back to me on that. All right. All right. So we we going we. <laughs> We're going to dive into our, our albums list. So I asked you all, what 10 albums from would you all consider must-listen albums that are just impressive, give listeners a good taste of what Chicago hip-hop is about, or just your personal favorite? <laughs> Who wants to take it? I think, can I say this? I think Like Water for Chocolate is the quintessential Chicago album. Common, Common's Like Water for Chocolate. There's, okay. There's a brother trying to educate you while at the same time pimp slapping <laughs> one one of his ladies. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> bro. If that's not Chicago. I don't know what is. I, 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 I tell you, I tell you, what else is. Here, the police is coming. It's raining. Get 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 back on that corner. Get 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 my money. Get on out there. Get my paper. I tell you what else. I tell you what else is quintessential. Twister's first two albums. That is straight. That is straight street Chicago rap. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that was when footwork and 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 and, and rapping fast. Everything was was fast. And um, yeah. the way he told a story about just him being out in the street 
while rapping fast. When he was hungry, dude's lyrics were top notch, and he was rapping fast, and he didn't repeat it. You say he didn't his say first two albums. When you say his first two albums, you talking about? Are you talking about running off at the mouth and resurrection? No, nah, actually, I'm not. Those no, he's, talking about, he's talking about adrenaline, talking about adrenaline rush. rush and um, uh, adrenaline rush. Speed not Speed not monster. Nah, not with the speed not monster. No, nah, uh, let, let me let me let me find it real quick. But definitely, um, adrenaline rush and uh, adrenaline rush and kamikaze. No, not kamikaze. No, I'm sorry, not kamikaze. Adrenaline rush and <laughs> where is it at? I'll eventually find it. But I'm just saying, like back then, Twister, once he. Once he had, you know, he did the Do or Die thing. And I think Do or Die's first album you need to listen to, too. But uh, he was the one that shined off of, off of those, that song he did with Do or Die. Because Do or Die was doing a little fast rapping thing, too. But it was like, they had a little, the clarity wasn't there. Then Twister gets on and just yeah, like. destroyed it. Who's them out the water. <laughs> then you got a song like Adrenaline Rush. I can't even think of all the names now. Overdose. Like, dude was just going in. It feels so good. That song right there, he just, like, he just talking about, a, you know, a, a day in his life. Him, he just cruising through the city, you know, meeting girls, you know, hanging out with them. Like, it just, the way he, the way he did that, while rapping fast right. and not repeat a lot. He didn't say the N-word a lot and he didn't. You know, repeat a lot of words that you can say fast and it sound cool. That wasn't the way he he was. Dude was dope. Bringing me back to my old days. <laughs> I'm gonna run through my list real quick. Ten, ten albums, man. I, I I strongly recommend the listeners check out. Of course, Common's Resurrection album. Also, Common One Day It All Makes Sense. Also, Common Like Water for Chocolate. It's great recommended. Also, uh, All Natural. Uh, Second Nature, um, Diverse, uh, 1AM. Uh, this dude just came out of nowhere with this album. Like, it is it is an excellent piece of work, man. Also, I got The Moment with Ritual of the Moment. But they have a, a bunch of different albums, but that's a good album to start off with. I got Lupe Fiasco for Cool. Oh, um, yeah. So I have Lupe Fiasco, yeah. Food and Liquor. And I got Juice with 100% juice and lastly I got Vakil Worst Fears Confirmed uh, he's an artist an underground artist one. associated with uh, with the moment and uh, and in Juice he's done a lot of work with Juice as well He's a, his style is a little bit more well not a little bit it's a lot more aggressive than Juice but lyrically like he, he puts stuff together that's just mind blowing man like he, he's another one of those that you don't you don't want to rap behind on the mic he's just at all He's a, at he's all. a lyrical gunner. But yeah, those were my 10 albums. Is Lupe still considered a Chicago great? Uh, nah, I, I, most people, I, would say. I know a lot of people attribute his first two albums to to their style or, or you know, influencing them with uh, with their music. Just wonder. Just wonder. Well, the thing with the thing with Lupe is that he he's he's heavily influenced by a lot of rappers who are not from Chicago. So, you know, you hear a lot of Houston screw influence in his in his music. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, as of lately, like, I don't know where he's pulling his influences from on the, on these latest records, but he, he's clearly a True. dude who's pulling in <laughs> influences from other cities and other sources, and that's coming out of his music. But I, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that's just part of his evolution. Like, now, has the quality of his music dipped? Yeah, absolutely. But I feel what he gifted us with in his first uh, three years in the game is pretty impressive. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Jamil, you got any albums for me? Or for, for the listeners? Of course. Of course. Um, so these are mostly albums that people probably haven't listened to. So I left off things like The Cool and like Water for Chocolate stuff that we've already talked about. Um, so I actually went with Common or Common Sense. Can I borrow a dollar? Um, you don't get no more Chicago than that. You do not get no more hmm. Chicago than that. And I can it's, yeah, it's just a great. You know what? The production business. on it was actually pretty slick, man. It was. It sounded <laughs> like, like no a tribe idea. album that came out of Chicago. Yeah, no idea. Like hmm. with some with some heat on that album. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth listening to. Like we talk about resurrection all the time. But can I borrow a dollar? It's definitely one to to, to listen to. Um, next one, Erratic Static, um, Feeling Erratic. Um, Ayamas Mirage, go ahead. That's an EP. Um, he got other other projects too, but th- I think that's a good place to start with the, the go ahead. Um, the go ahead EP. Um, By Kill, Armor of God. Um, Ian just kind of spoke on a, a different project from By Kill, but I had them both like on my list, so <laughs> I'm glad you chose that so we can get them both out there. Um, just. <laughs> you, you won't be disappointed with either or both of those projects. The Deep End from uh, Young Buck from Psychodrama. I love. I've heard that one. It's it's not for everybody, for sure. You know, Buck is real dark and kind of different, but it's it's a it's an interesting listen. Um, he's just killer, man. Like he's supremely underrated, unfortunately. Cap D, Polymath, great great project. Um, infamous Syndicate, changing the game. Oh, you know, you got me. That's the one I was going to It's going to be hard to find, but if you can get your hands on it, you should definitely check that one out. Like, Man, that's one heck of a name. That's one heck of a name for a group. Infamous Syndicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially for just two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that album was crazy. And shout out to Kanye because he made made some appearances on that as well uh, gas station sushi um by decay and tone oh. album album title was crazy that album fire i think it came out last year actually definitely want to check that one out who put that out and uh decay and tone live okay and last but not least this is a mixtape but still check it out this also came out last year it's called summer 96 uh from twisted and do or die mm, okay you will okay. not be disappointed twist and do or die. They, did a, they did a mixtape they did a mixtape last year yep i had no idea i had no idea either you said it's called summer of 96 just summer 96 summer 96 okay okay wow all right Got it, um okay yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am uh, 
you 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 had my uh, attention, but now you have my curiosity, Jamil. Um, mm, kudos on the infamous syndicate, though. <laughs> right. Kudos. Yeah, and the psycho drama shout out. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Yep. Magic show. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. All right. So that'll take us now into our album face off for the evening. I was gonna say I, I, it's going to really be a chance oh, to go yet. Oh my fault, my fault, Reggie. I forgot she was even on. I ain't. I know. I've been trying to Whoa, Reggie. Oh, good, man. I, I, I understand, man. Um, <laughs> my bad. Oh, it's all good, man. No, 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 uh, no worries, brother. Um, so I, I got, I got, uh, I got, I got a very mixed list. So um, I went on. with like the older and and the newer. So I got psychodrama too, but I, I couldn't remember the name of the first album. I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Then I couldn't find it. But anyway, if you can look it up, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. So, Psychodrama. I got The Final Tick by Crucial Conflict. I got Picture This by Do or Die. Uh, Adrenaline Rush was mentioned um, by Twister. And then I got Common B. Uh, I thought those five embody Chicago, especially like, you know what I'm saying, that, that generation of music. Uh, then I got for the young generation, I got uh, Joy Perp, Three Eye Drops. I got Saba. Hold on, let me get the name of the Saba album. Uh, Care For Me. I got G Herbo, who? Humble Beast. Wait, wait, wait. Who? Saba. Who? Samba? Oh, okay. Saba. Oh, S-A-B-A. Saba. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you said. I forgot he was from Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's called yeah, Care For Me. He's a better version of Chance. You could, you could tell. He, he is a better, better version of Chance. His list is from the West Side. He is a better version of Chance. Um, I like Lupe first and 15 too. I forgot to mention that in my top five for the, for the older, that other part of the generation. So yeah, anyway, I got I got uh, Humble Beast, G Herbo. I got Free Crack, Lil Baby. I got Three Eye Drops, <laughs> Humble Beast. <laughs> I got uh, Care For Me by Saba. I got uh, Young Pappy, Two Cups. And I got Cinco the Money, Three. Money. Okay. Okay. You guys got quite a quite a diverse list over there, man. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That, that's why that's why I get Reggie, man. Cause he gonna he gonna he gonna mix a little bit of the old with the new, man. Um, no I, 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 I love I love the trap music, man. I love those guys, man. I love them. I love them, man. I respect it, but you said you you put G Herbo on there as a as a must hear. <laughs> hey, if you listen to that album, man, it's really good. Like don't I did. You know what? I, you know what? I can't lie. I can't lie. That humble beast was a decent album. He had he surprised me with some of his songs. He had some storytelling on there. Like he did yeah, regular he did. He did like, It was a well-rounded album. Just, he actually did. You right. find that beat. It's actually worth my question. Did he ever find the beat on that album? Yeah, yeah. There's songs. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. I think that's his. I mean, you know, what I'm saying everybody got a gimmick. So you know, what I'm he saying that everybody on stand out amongst others. Because he can right. ride the beat when he want to. I mean, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand why you would over versus why you wouldn't, but, I mean, it works for him, so. He do, he do that on purpose because he, he's off beat, like, every single, the same way every time. So it's like, it's it's not like, you know how, like, um certain people dance and they can't repeat the same step, so it's never the same? Like, he's always off beat the same way. So it's like, he's doing that on purpose. 
right. he's, he's not still the shock off beat, so I can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nobody. He's bad. I'm just people always say he off the beat, but it's like he he's not off the beat that much. It's like it's not annoying. Yeah. He's still, yeah. He starts half a second later than everybody else. Sister Shaka has never rapped on a track. It's always, they record his ver- vocals and then just throw the, the track on behind it. Yeah. Right. He's never in the room with the beat. <laughs> it, I mean, it has to be like that. <laughs> We're going to dive into our, uh, our next uh, segment for, for the show. Um, our album Face Off for, uh, for this week, which will be a Chicago edition. Um, putting two Chicago artists against each other. We're gonna put Rhymefest's album Blue Collar up against Kids in the Hall, the In Crowd. Uh, Rhymefest's debut album came out in 2006. Uh, Kids in the Hall, this their sophomore album came out in 2008. So they were they were kind of contemporaries. Rhymefest was with uh, I believe yeah, good music. Kids in the Hall. I can't recall who they were signed with at the time, but both 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 these albums made a little bit of noise when they when they came out. Uh, Kids in the Hall had that one single, Driving Down the Block. Of course, Ryan Fest had Brand New and a couple other tracks that were getting played. Fever. So, Fever. Brand new. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> so, I, get I actually cool. think his Man in the Mirror mixtape was better, but no mind. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Um, you never heard of that? No. Wow. No. Did a whole check it out. dedicated to Michael Jackson. Yeah, he said Michael Cliff. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I, I remember that now. I remember that now. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Uh, so, I give it up to y'all, man. Between these two albums, uh, Blue Collar and The In Crowd, man, which one did y'all feel was doper and why? Um, I'll go first because mine is really simple. Um, I never liked the rhyme pass. That's my personal <laughs> opinion. Um, I just don't like his sound, man. Like I don't, I don't like it. I, I can't get more than like Drum. six tracks in without me like being annoyed. Drum. It's something about his, Drum his voice. Drumming with Fun uh, Village, huh? Yeah, I, I ain't gonna say that much, but he he <laughs> he next to the trash can for sure. Like definitely next to it and then and then like when i kind of like i saw how he started acting a lot of times in, in other ways I, that just made me even more not like him so kids in the hall by by landslide uh and i actually like them like they they sound um everything about that album at that time like it 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 felt good so that's what i went for kids in the hall okay Okay, giving it the to The funny them. thing is, All right. let me let me jump in. I normally don't even try to with it. It's just too perfect. Because I'm going with Rhymefest for a very similar reason to Reggie. <laughs> I don't like knowledge, man. Oh, uh, okay. I, can I don't understand like that. knowledge. He's, um, he's annoying and whiny. <laughs> <laughs> like, my... my and I, I, I fully admit that I think it was the introduction that I had to him, and I just, he's just never been able to really shake it. Like, he's a talented dude, but I can't listen to him because it, it just sounds like he's whining all the time. I wish I wish Rodney was on because I believe we was at this concert together. He was the opening act for, like, um, like Black Star or somebody, and nobody knew who he was uh, or nobody knew who Kids in the Hall were at the time. 
So wasn't nobody really rocking with him. You know how they do opening acts. And the whole time, because the crowd wasn't really feeling him, he felt like he should get love in Chicago, and he wasn't. He turned to Double O, and it's like complaining to Double O the whole time during his set about how the people here don't appreciate him. Jamil, from then on, I, I have was like, I'm done. Jamil, I have an identical story. He did the exact same thing at Rock the Bells 2008. He wow. was one of the opening acts. He was one of the opening acts. He was like, he was like, they were like, it was like 24, 24 performers, and he was, he, they were like the second one. And like, people were still filing in, in into the joint, and the same thing happened. He's trying to go through his That's little crazy. songs. He got annoyed because the crowd wasn't rocking with him. He goes off on the crowd. The crowd starts booing him. He drops the mic, storms off. But Double O continued to rock and do a DJ set for an additional 15, 20 minutes, and they cheered him. <laughs> so it's not just me. He's a sucker. No, he, I saw him do the exact same thing, dude, at the Twitter Center. But um, did anybody else want to weigh in? I'm just like, I'm just, I feel just like ready. I just I just don't get it. Like I just don't get Ryan Fest. It just I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Ryan Fest. I didn't like the album. I think I think uh, I hate to cut you off the car. The only thing I remember the playing the fame was yeah, yeah, yeah I beat him in the freestyle battle, and then he had brand new, and that was it. Like it was brand nothing. new fever, and uh, there was another one. But it was the samples hey, that got him over. Nah, but like in my opinion, fever and brand new. It sounded like he was searching. I don't, and it could have been the label. It could have been a label, which I don't think. But it sounded like he was pushing for a radio hit. Like it was cheesy. Probably. Probably. And he, he don't say cheesy. He never held accountability for like he always would blame other people where he sh- felt like he should have been, if if I remember it correctly. And I just never, it's just he never, never connected with him is all I'm saying. Never really. I, I knew it wasn't that hot. I actually bought that thing. I knew it wasn't that hot. No, I didn't buy that. No, I downloaded. But at the same time, I was like, I give him a chance, man. He got two of my favorite. I mean, at, at the time, brand new was hot. But Kanye was just like, like nuclear hot. So it was the perfect time to put it out. It just wasn't, it just wasn't that good. And and Ron Fest has an issue because he wants to be militant while still being, I guess, James. relevant also. And yeah, it's that, come on, man, they're not going for that. I mean, you, 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 you know, one does not preclude the other. You could, you could, you could be both. You could still be militant and still be a, a marketable yes, artist. Yes, I just you think, can I, I just be. think his execution he, was he so couldn't execute something like that. Right. Yeah, he, he he didn't he didn't dance that line like a common could. You know what I mean? But or Jay Z, he never could. When it comes to these two bodies of work, I got to give the edge to. Somebody get attacked. Am I out there rioting? I got to give the edge to Ryan Fest's blue collar. Reason being, while while not every track was like knocking my socks off, it, it was it felt like grown man rap. I walked away with a better sense of who Ryan Fest was, what he stood for. The 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 music on there was more the the um 
even even the um the guest appearances it just it just fit better now with the kids in the hall while i enjoyed the album dude you had 21 guest appearances on a 14 track album so right. at the end of it i'm like yo can knowledge even hold down a quality album all by himself you know the album felt bloated it felt scattered and schizophrenic it suffered from this identity crisis. It was it was way too many influences sonically all over that album. It was like, okay, now we're going to do a song that sounds like a Houston rap. Now we're going to do a song that sounds West Coast. Now we're going to do something that sounds kind of rockish. You know, and it disrupted the cohesion of the album, which is a shame because I think Dude actually has some, some good bars, but I didn't... I didn't walk away. It's like they tried to throw everything in, including the kitchen sink, into this album. You know, and I okay. didn't walk away really feeling satisfied. I, and by the time the album started getting good and he started doing more substantive tracks, by the time he started doing that, the album was over. Mm. So, so, so but, but again, that's what I was talking about, that time period, like that, that era of the, like the hipsters. Like a lot of their music sounded like that, though. It was kind of like a fusion of like all over the place, and and I mean that's why I said for that time like I would go with that because of I mean that's what that's what it was like a genre of like all these different people coming together to listen to hip hop. It was like right. that's what hipsters was. Yeah, it was yeah. that generation's yeah. version of black kids who thought they were special because they listened to rock music. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, don't get me wrong. The track on there with Black Milk and Sean Price, fire. But if the whole that back to back joint with the, when they when they switched the, the switched the beat up and had Black Milk uh, yeah. do the beat in there and rap, that was cold. That was cold. Now, if they did more songs like like that and, and songs like Inner Me and, and and God Bless and um, I even liked the uh, Snob Pop with Camp Low, but the album was just too up and down. You know what I mean? Like. You know, it's like they give you one good track and one eh, track, and then they give you a really slamming track, then they give you a eh, track again. It's, it was just, it was so up and down, and it, I just felt it had more inconsistencies than the the rhyme fest, and it just way too many guest appearances. But there you have it, Reggie, Vince, and Greg, y'all going for the kids in the hall. Jamil and myself, we giving the edge to rhyme fest. Uh, so no, no, no. I went with Ron Fest first. Oh, you went Ron Fest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, as, as whack as that album was, Kids in the Hall. No, poo poo. <laughs> it it was it was poo poo, but like knowledge, you know, he he'll give you some high bars, but then he'll give you something that like just shows lack of effort. Like I'm off the wall. Like that sounds like poo poo. That sounds like poo. You know that stuff that my son leaves in his diaper. That's what that sounds like. Dang. I feel like I feel like I feel like Ryan Passage is the same way though. Like he got heat and I all agree. Of a sudden, it was it was a poop bubble pen. gum. He give you some bubble gum like <laughs> like dude. Like how you call yourself this hip hop extraordinaire and then give me this bull crap that I'm listening to, man? Like brand new. Like if I. Like I when I, I bought the album too. That's the that's the that's the thing that makes oh, me oh. even more upset. I actually bought it, that, and when I listen to it, I, I, I actually look for him so I can ask for my fifteen dollars back for buying that CD, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan Fred's a big dude, man. I I didn't realize that. 
Yeah, yeah no, nah, he ain't no yeah. he ain't no small dude, but I still would have asked for my money back. That's how trash that album. <laughs> All right, man. So we we gonna we gonna dive right into our next segment, man. Overrated, underrated. We gonna do a, a a Chicago version of overrated, underrated. All right, first up, Buckingham Fountain. Underrated. Overrated. Overrated. Oh. I gotta go overrated, man. I've seen water before. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know. I, I say wow. underrated because no matter how many times that you see it, you still wait for it to to, to go off. Hmm. Interesting. No, it's overrated. <laughs> All right, man. I've been there a hundred times and then I still wait. Like you still wanna wait to see the water come out. You still like to see the light. People still want to take pictures in front of it. It's underrated. But you don't ever go down there specifically to go to the fountain. Nah. If I'm there, if I'm walking, I'm like, oh, man, the fountain. Right, but you were going there to do something else. Exactly. But you can't stop, though. You have to go to it. You don't have to. Ah, man, I I doubt you walk right past it. There's no way. If if I got, like, a rock in my shoe... If I got a rock in my shoe, I need to like get out. I'll, yeah, I'll stop it. Do that, stop it, man! Stop it! It's terrible. It's terrible. If I never go to the fucking hell fountain again, it'll be too soon. Yeah, All right, next, next up, Garrett's popcorn. Overrated. Overrated. Popcorn, I would say it's I overrated. Go, I gotta go overrated, man. Like popcorn in general is overrated, and overpriced overrated? popcorn Stop is. It. Stop it! Stop it! Overpriced hey, popcorn man, is I'm over. Hey, that, but I'm, that I'm cheese, but that, but that cheese popcorn is right, boy. Like, <laughs> but, I'm only saying it's yeah, overrated because there's other popcorn shops. There's other popcorn exactly. shops that that give you the same Garrett vibe and flavor, and it's cheaper. And it's cheaper yep. and, and more convenient to get to. Exactly. Yep. You don't have to wait in the long line. So that's why it's overrated. But the popcorn is good. All right, next up, Grand Lux. It's overrated, bro. Overrated. overrated. I think it became overrated. Why why is it overrated? It became the spot for semi bougie and it was a lot. Jamil, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you meant to say wannabe bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, listen. It's overrated. Know, they they have, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Reggie. What? No, they, they have cheesecake family, man. No, they have the fire chocolate chip cookies ever. Yeah, but that's, I'm not sure. It's you got. seventy bucks a plate for hey, a man, listen. It's worth it's worth going there just to get the cookies. I promise you, dude. They phenomenal. It is not. They phenomenal. It ain't. Not for the price. So that makes it underrated. Then take take me to the steakhouse. All right, next up, Mike Dixon. What do you mean? I don't understand. The, the person the restaurant? The restaurant. No, the person. Oh, oh, underrating a person. Underrated. Mike Dick is underrated, man. He brought that Mike big they only uh, Super Bowl, man. Mike Dick is overrated. How long is he supposed to kiss his behind? Overrated. That's the coach, man. Don't you dare blast him. Got one championship in 85. They should have won three. They should have, but they didn't because they ain't had Mike Dick. No, well, they <laughs> didn't because... Uh, no, they... Their defensive coordinator started coaching another... T- uh, he, went, he went to be a coach. So... 
they didn't have the same defensive coordinator, which made them so dominant. Man, he went. Oh he God. went to coach for another team. So that's why they didn't win three. Hey man, you, 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 you die hard though, man. Screw Mike Dicker. Hey, I'm here for Mike Dicker. Hey, Mike, Mike, Mike Dicker, right the man. Now. You act like Kick Mike Dicker didn't show up for your graduation party or something, man. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, man, I bet you right hey, now. He, he, wasn't in, he wasn't in your graduation parade. <laughs> I don't get I bet if you check Mike Dicker's tweets right now, he's talking about people looting. Why, why, you don't, why, why you don't get the admiration? I don't understand. That's the coach, man. Look, that's what he, I'm saying. I think he is way too adored and idolized in Chicago for what he did, what, 35 years ago? The only they one, though. That part makes sense. The only like, one, dude. That's the point, though. Not only is he only one, but you got, that's what I'm saying, Bears fans are diehard. So they don't care when it was. The fact that he don't did matter, it, right? he will ever be, yeah, it don't matter, dude. Yeah, that's don't an matter. accomplishment. Winning the Super Bowl is an accomplishment. What, but what I'm saying is Mike Dicker as a person, is I think he's just overrated. I think he's a trash human being. And, uh, Dang. Dude, that is, that is just hurt. Did he call the police on you or something? <laughs> he, he would. <laughs> he would. He, he absolutely would. Did he, did he revoke his beer order? Like I don't understand, man. This this is this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> overrated or underrated? Overrated. Observation that. That's overrated. Man, so. That's that's highly. Are you overrated. talking about? Are you talking about observation decks in general or the one at Hancock? Man, it doesn't matter. Hancock, Sears Tower. Man, you get Eiffel oh. Tower. Uh, Over, overrated. Uh, <laughs> it's overrated. I'm going underrated, man. It's, it's a beautiful view you can get. Yeah, I got to go underrated too, man. You, you so really inspiring. get inspiring. The beauty of the city, different. All right, man. Uh, last get out of here, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we got to do one last one for time. The point. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. I got to go underrated. Yeah. I'm playing the fifth. The point? Yeah. You mean like when you I'm point that up? No, no, no. I'm talking about, the, the I'm talking about on the lakefront at 55th and the, the lakefront. Lake lake yeah. Oh. Uh, overrated. Overrated. Water. Every Every oh, beat dude, that's that's what Chicago, that's overrated. That's what that's where hip hop began for me, man. That's why I learned the five elements, man. Yeah, man. I got a lot of memories at the point, man. A lot of memories. That's where I met my yeah. wife. Oh wow, yeah. So it's gotta be underrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it should be All overrated right, now, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we we gonna go ahead. We are gonna cap this episode off like we always do with another segment of what you're bumping, where we invite y'all to share with the listeners what you've been bumping this past week. So, I give it up to you, Reggie, man. This week, what you been bumping? Uh, I've been bumping some of everything, dude. I've been listening to uh, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs, and the Alchemist. I've been listening to uh, Attention Deficit by uh, Wale. 
Um, <laughs> that was actually real. on that. That, that, that was his best good. album too, honestly. Like, and it it's was actually good. It's a good. It's a good album. Uh, I've been listening to uh, Cinco de Money Five by Ty Money, Chicago artist. Cinco de Money. Um. <laughs> all right. I, I think I said this the last time. Um, I've been listening to <laughs> Tory Lane, that New Toronto Three. Yeah. Um, which I, I I think he is way I think he's better than Drake. Like I'm just gonna say that's that. Not, that's not what you said later. in the conversation we had previously. I know, I know, but but he's put out two or three back to back projects and they they got to get into Okay, Swayed me. Okay, I like that. They Swayed me. Um, try to tell you he was on something. I think, that, I think that was it. Um. I think, oh, Future Hall of Life. And then I, I downloaded uh, this Tom Mish and Yusef Dave. It's an alternative album. Yeah. It's called yes. What Kind of Music. It's actually pretty good. It has Freddie Gibbs on there as a, as a feature. Um, but the album is really, really nice. So um, out of all of those, I would ask, you know, I would definitely say take a listen to that. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for thanks for sharing, Reg. Um, Vince, man, this this week what you been bumping? Um, Brandy and Monica, cause uh, Brandy and Monica. yeah. Uh, well, me and Greg, you said what now, Reg? Y'all should be well rested. I said y'all should be real rested after listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, well we. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I think everybody knows me and Greg been doing these Friday night face-offs. So whenever we feature a certain artist, I tend to get into their music. So I've been listening to Brandy and Monica. I've been listening to Genuine's first couple albums. This dude is underrated. Like, I started listening to his stuff again, and I got... I was like, man, this dude is actually... He's, he was talented. Uh, so then I started... I started... Um, I started going back into the the Timberland the Timberland uh, library. So Tim, Timberland and Magoo, Missy, uh, Aaliyah. I went back. I just started going back into all of their stuff, and then just started getting very nostalgic. Uh, just bringing back all types of memories. So that's what I've been doing. Okay, cool. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yo, man. This week, what you been bumping? Uh, um, that uh, Alfredo. I was on repeat for like two days. Gibbs, Gibbs did it again. Um, I'm not a Gibbs fan. To that, uh, really? I mean, I guess yeah, he's he, 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 not, he's not for everybody. Yeah, he ain't for me. I tried. Have you? Have you? Oh, okay. But you, you, you got, you got to give him his respect, though. That boy, that man, can that man kick go. I, I don't even, yeah. I, I don't even agree with that. Did you listen to Fetty? I've, I've listened to whatever the last three albums were. So, Freddy. Interesting. Yeah, Freddy, uh, Alfredo and uh, the Mad Lib joint, Bandana. No, that wasn't the last three. What was, uh, what was before Bandana? Uh, I said Fetty. Uh, I think Fetty came out before Bandana. Yeah, it okay, was Freddy. That's what it was. Uh, Freddy. Okay. Fetty. Oh, with, uh, what's her name? With uh, currency. currency, 
with all them features. Yeah. Didn't he get a he got no a nomination for that? Right? Yeah, that album is cold. To you. <laughs> um, you need to diversify your taste, Greg. Man, whatever, My 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 um, palate is a uh, stressed. <laughs> when you wait, which one of y'all? Which one of y'all actually thought Brandy could sing? Was it was it Greg or Vince? Brandy could sing. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you why, don't why think she, she can? No, I don't think she can sing at all. That's a, really? that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. I don't think Brandy has a good voice. Come on. That's, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. No, I don't think, at all, I don't think Brandy has a good voice. She gets, she makes What's, a good music, but she does not have a good voice. You, you, yo, I'm kind of with, with Jamil on this one, man. Like, she don't, she don't blow me well, away. Well, I'll put it to you like this. I know what you, I'm saying you might not know. I've never heard a Brandy, a, a song, an R&B singer sing a song and think to myself, you know who, who could really knock this out? Brandy. <laughs> that don't mean she can't sing. I, I feel you on that. Now you may not like the way her voice sounds, but she knows how to control her voice. Like she can sing. I think both but of them you might not like her, you might you might not like her singing voice, the actual voice, but she has control of her voice. It's not I even got her control of my voice range. too. I can't sing. Well, it, nah, depends, you, it depends on. So when you say sing, like <laughs> who are you trying to compare it to? In this case, Monica. So, so you saying Monica. Brandy? So you, so you saying Monica has a stronger voice than Brandy? Is that what you're saying? I don't a stronger agree with that and a more pleasant voice. Yes. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's not. not it's, I don't think you like the sound of her voice. Because Brandy sound like when, when she talks to you in the morning, you like who? What? When? What did I walk into? Uh, <clears throat> Monica is. Yeah, Monica's more pleasant, nicer. Yeah, but I, I think their voices are on the same level as far as singing. Personally. I disagree. I ain't mean to make disagree with that. between the two. But Greg, this, this week, man, what you been bumping? I wasn't finished. Swing, swing, swing. I, I listened to more about Brandy. He ain't done. <laughs> man, he got, he got talking about Brandy, so I thought he was done. Uh, I also was listening to uh, 80 Blocks from Tiffany, part two. Eddie Blocks? Which is really part one. Yeah, that um, Camp Low and uh, Pete Rock. Oh, okay. Uh, also listened to the final tick to see if it was gonna make my list. It did not. It's not. It's, it's not the best album. It's, it's, uh, it, it's definitely that. But all I could think about was like if your exposure to Chicago hip hop, like say you lived in New York and you heard Crucial Conflict and thought all of us was that country. Like these niggas was really <laughs> doing rodeo rap. Horse and buggy in a video and all, but but hey, but, but hey, can be played in a in a New York uh, club for sure. Hey, can be Absolutely. played anywhere, but that's because yeah. of the sample. That's the the, the, the George hey, Clinton. They know that they know all the lyrics best. It could be. Uh, I was playing that "Pray for Paris" again since I had a little bit of a break. I was able to tolerate his voice again, and then I had to shut it off. Cause Westside, he, he's dope, but. Something about that inflection. I can't I can't do him for too long. There's a couple more, man, but I can't really remember. So I, just, I, I, I cut it off there. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. All right, man. This week, I'll, uh, I've just been bumping uh, the new Joel Ortiz and Cricket Eye uh, hard. I wish they had found a different title for that album. 
Um, That's pretty bad. Why? Because it's soft? It, <laughs> no, because it's called hard. Why you put all that <laughs> you put all that air? Why you put all that air under that H? He <laughs> did a speed army. <laughs> Hot in the breeze. Uh, I've been bumping Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, Alfredo, of course. I'm actually only three songs in, but so far so good. I, I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing so far. And I've been bumping Dead Prayers, Let's Get Free. I wonder why. And I've been bumping uh, Rozelle, Make the Music 2000. Slept on joint. Hmm. Okay. So, so that opinion? is it for for me. Um, so I got a question for the crew real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all don't want to know what I've been bumping? About, oh, my bad, Greg. Go ahead. Um, oh, we know it ain't pretty. I, I, I've been bumping. So. You better be. You better <laughs> believe it. I, I'm bumping uh, Donny Hathaway. I, I had to get introduced, man. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I knew really? about Donny, but I I wasn't. I didn't know that he really. He really didn't get a chance to make any music beyond the first album. Like everything else is just like live stuff, and like it's it's kind of crazy. His most popular song was a was a a holiday song. Yeah, and the other song he had was like really just man, dude, it, it tugs at you. But and that was about it. So I don't that, that too soon. Yes, way too soon. We're under under uh, under some. Uh, Interesting circumstances that that you know is still baffles. Isn't he people. from Chicago too? Yes, he is. I believe so. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Um, that just remind you know another artist who died too soon. Check him out, Billy Stewart. His music oh, is sampled by so many. His music is sampled by so many artists, but he died at thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. he was a big dude too, man. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll uh, listen to that. No, you good. Let's listen to that Drake mixtape. Just trying to, just trying to catch the vibe. I like it. To, I like it. Trying to see what all the, see what all the fuss was about. Um, I, it's okay. It's Drake. I, I'm waiting for Drake to like wow me again. I, I haven't been wild so, in a while. But you gonna have So, huh? What's that, Reggie? So when you compare that to the Tory, what you think? No, Tori, come on. We we had this conversation about Tori. I told you. Tori, I didn't know I called you, you that, that actually, with his latest album. Tory. Okay, all right, my bad. I apologize. Tori, Tori, uh, Tori's <laughs> on his way, man. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tori, Tori's on his way. Tori, Tori's on his way, man. If he ain't there already. Like, I, I like what he's doing. I think he's extremely creative. And he's, and he's showing a lot of talent in everything that he does. Like, it's... And it's a vibe with it. Like, I... I I, I like Tori. Um, nah, he's smart with what he does. Yeah, it's just he that he don't sense. look. He don't. He don't. He don't look the part for his music. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but I think I think the the thing that really gets people is that he's he's self made in a sense. So everything he does, like he'll never get like the big promotion that'll put him in front of you know all of these these huge groups of people. But for what for what he does, he's killing it. Um, moving on. Uh, I don't have it. Oh, there it is. I was. I, I went back and listened to her. Um, I. She's another talent, man. I just think she doesn't get enough praise. Uh, and uh, I think that's about it. I, I tried to listen to some Summer Walker. 
I, I have issues with that album. Oh, I, I love it. So yeah, it maybe maybe I wasn't in the mood for it, but I, I just couldn't. I don't know. Now, some some people are just black like, chick that I'm I'm cool with. Yeah, she thick. But I, I ain't really got time for the for the. She, she ain't worth the trouble. <laughs> she ain't worth no, I feel what you're saying, but like she she embodies she embodies a, a type of girl. Like she speaks right. to a type yeah, of that, girl. That type. Her her doesn't. Her is just she makes mu- great music. Like you can't say she just makes music. She just makes great music. But Summer Walker speaks to some to, to a certain type of uh of girl that's growing up, like young woman. That do sound like Mary J. Blige to me then. It's yeah. Mary J and Alicia, I'm yeah. trying to tell you. But y'all check out Summer Walker. She has a song called Gray. Check that out. Okay. Check it out. You'd be surprised. No, I wouldn't. Hey, real quick. see how we end. <laughs> I be um. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to give Ross a chance. I've been hating on him for a minute. Who Rick Ross? He's saying he can rap. Yeah. People keep telling oh, me he Ross, can rap yeah. for real. So I'm like, all right, I know he got a, a great you want to listen to, but that's what I want to know. What would be a good <laughs> album to, to, to try? Just run the gauntlet. I guarantee you won't be you won't be disappointed. His yeah, first album. Um, give me one album. I would. Okay, so 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 maybe God forgives. Like, I don't. That wasn't bad. Ain't uh, nobody I got would say rather you Rick me. Ross album. Yeah, Jimmy. Ain't nobody got for a Rick Ross album. Rather you than me. Rather you than me. Okay. Yeah, I give you that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I you me. because yeah. because that album it gives you it gives you the the Ross with the lyrics and like show you that he can do what he you know he can he can actually spit and then it gives you that you know I want to turn up you know what I'm saying uh, okay. Big Meech you think you know Larry Who it gives you that you know what I'm saying too so a little bit of balance the yeah okay. but the first two songs are like. They're, they're, they are definitely on the lyrical side. I'm gonna check it out. I I, I say run the gun, sure. man. You see this dude's progression, man. He like he grows. He grows every album. Dude is strategic with his production. He um J- Jamil like, Jamil, I would keep a palate cleanser close if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Ross a chance, mind. man. I gave Ross a chance, man. He he just don't do it for me. No, you you know I what? Can't, like, I can't do early, an album, the, Ross. I can do features. I can't do an album. No, the earlier the earlier Ross though is not what you would want to listen to. Though. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like that's just straight I turn up. Like I got was better. No, not not even close, man. Not even close. He yeah. has he has a maturation in his music, man. He he he, he has improved. But too much Ross is a bad thing. He's like bread. <laughs> like gluten. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's too much of a bad like thing, man. You want to you want to limit your intake. I I see what y'all are saying, but at the same time, he doesn't. He never disappoints. Like whenever he's on a feature, he does his job. He makes the song better. Like he, the song is better because he's on it. Whenever he has a feature, like when he got that song with sixteen, ain't enough. And he had uh, Andre three thousand on it. Wait a minute. No, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't. You gotta be kidding. Me. It ain't. No, 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 no. I'm saying he held his own with Andre on it. Like 
he didn't get outshined by Andre. He did. He get didn't out get outshined. Forget he. Just, I don't know. What he disappears about. on that track, and then he doesn't show back up to the end to do some ad libs. I, I disagree. I got respectfully disagree. No, nah, I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. I think he held his own. We talking about Andre three thousand here. Like he, yeah, he yeah, doesn't get. He doesn't. We don't get him completely erased on that song. He don't get erased on that song. Like listen, listen to his lyrics again, because sometimes you get enamored by Andre because of the way he writes. But what was what, what Rick wrote? Yeah, he gets so erased. I didn't even know Rick Ross was on that song, and I've heard that song. Oh, well, 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 okay, well you like we, we agree to disagree then, because I I actually felt what like he, um, uh, sixteen, sixteen, I think. Yeah. But, but gentlemen, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cut it here, man. Unfortunately. But thank you, thank you, you all going to for work tomorrow. On show. The king of the three-hour show. Hey man, I, I got to edit this down, man. Wow. <laughs> so I want to listen to a, a, a two-hour things, things have changed around here. Okay, I like it. Yeah, it, was, it was always like this. It was always like this. But um, but gentlemen, I thank you for hopping on, man. Y'all thoughts, y'all opinions, making the show what it is, uh, especially with Chicago hip hop, something that's near and dear to all of us and actually man just stay safe out there man it's crazy out here in these streets and uh just everybody all right yes sir peace everybody all right peace peace What's the Four Corner Hustlers, man? Wait, what's the organization in Chicago that was, you know, a lot of the organizations, you know, came from from the Black Power movement in many ways. Um, and, you know, it was a branch of, of what many would call brothers. Like, we was all brothers, and brothers fit under, you know, different, it was different, like, groups in, in that organization within Brothers and Four Corner Hustlers were just the dudes that I rolled with, like, and I mean, they weren't just only on my side of town, they was on the west side, and, um, you know, they were prominent in the, in the street organization as far as handling business and getting things taken care of, so that was, that's who I was affiliated with. And you talk about, man, like, you know, y'all would fight, but you felt that instinctively part of the fighting was just to learn how to fight and become yeah. a man. Yeah, I mean, it was in a way, and this part of it was just like that. You got that energy, you just want to, like, you know, you, you drinking, you mad, or whatever, you know, you just <laughs> out there fighting it. You know, it was, it was, we weren't trying to, like, remove you from this earth. Like, we, we trying to beat you to so you couldn't move but like <laughs> but, but, not, yeah, but you know not remove me from the earth you know, but the fighting so the fighting was part of it becoming a man I got whooped sometimes I whooped niggas you know it was like it was all part of the process of becoming a man you know man I think I think it, it would have been real hard to grow up in the circumstances today because man like the way of, the way of life is like yo guns like it's guns and you know ain't nobody fighting right now and, 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 unless and, and, it's for world star purposes and yeah. niggas is getting jumped yeah it's like it's like it's <laughs> like yo I mean and, and those are moves that you make it ain't no coming back from Thank you.
Everything ain't right. I know for certain. Everything ain't right. I know for certain. Everything ain't right. I know for certain. Everyone. I know for certain. Everything ain't right. Cops put a hurting on your you know, they really degrade you. White folks don't believe that. They don't believe cops degrade you. Oh, come on. Those beatings, those people are resisting arrest. I'm tired of this harassment of police officers. That's the police live in your neighborhood, see? And you be known a man, Officer Timpson. Hello, Officer Timpson. Going bowling tonight? Yes, uh, nice pinto you have. <laughs> Niggas don't know I'm like that. See, white folks get a ticket, they pull over. Hey, officer, yes. Glad to be a cop. Nigga got to be talking about, I am reaching into my pocket for my license. Because I don't want to be no more accident. Police degrade, I don't know, you know, it's awful. You wonder why a nigga don't go completely mad. No, you do. You get your together, you work all week, right? Then you get dressed. Right, and he go out and get clean. He driving with his old lady, going out to a club, and he pull over. Get out of the car, that was a robbery! A nigga looked just like you! Alright, put your hands up, take your pants down, spread your cheeks. Now, what nigga feel like having fun after that? <laughs> now, let's just go home, baby. country that's been f***ing leave, so why is my freedom so bumpy? progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. Mm -hmm. If you pull it all the way out, that's not progress. The progress is healing the wound that the blow, that the blow made. And they haven't even begun to pull a knife out, much less try and pull, uh, heal the wound. You have, have, you have they the won't wound? even admit the knife is there. <laughs> <laughs> 